You're listening to the Rack and Round Table podcast, episode number 17. I'm your host, David Oria, and I'm here with Chris Agana. Today, we spoke about uh, taking your breaks, taking your vacations, also a lot of uh, career development and just knowing your skills. Yeah, it's a great episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. And, and it's weird that even I feel this sometimes where you feel guilty, like if you do take too much time off, you know, you feel bad for your coworkers, maybe someone's carrying up some, a load, or maybe you think that people are thinking you take too many breaks, but it's like you have to take your breaks because we have to get this mindset where a job or a career, um, when you, you know, report to somebody, there's got to be a give and take. And so it's for your health, your mental health, um, the quality of your work, um, but also for your life, man. You have to be able to have set time, whether you're you know, single and just some time on your own or with your family. I mean, you got to take your breaks, right? Hey, before we get started, let's hear a word from our show sponsor. Are you having trouble writing a personal statement? Trust me, you're not alone. We've all been there. Sometimes the hardest part is getting started. That's why Personal Storytellers created a free mini course to do just that. The course takes you step-by-step on how to get started writing a personal statement, taking your stories, weaving them together into a true personal statement. And the course is free, so check it out. You can find it on raccoonroundsofficial.com. They also have workshops on reviewing and revising your personal statements. All the resources are there, so check it out at raccoonroundsofficial.com forward slash personal storytellers. You're listening to the Raccoon Roundtable podcast. Here's where we all come together, share our stories about our struggles, mindset, and goals so that we all can get to the places we want to go. We appreciate you being here, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Dude, thank you for coming on the podcast again. Uh, We have Chris, a great friend of ours and contributor to Raccoon Rounds. Um, Tell us, you know, a little bit about what you do before we get started. Sure. So I am a... uh, Actually, lead senior privacy analyst now, working at um, one of the health organizations here at San Diego. Awesome, awesome. So, thanks again for coming on, on the podcast today. It's always good to just talk. Do we just we literally spent an hour before this talking about so many different things? Um, but this, you know, came up in particular uh, the importance of taking breaks. Yep. Right, absolutely. and I think you mentioned this. I guess, and we can start by talking about this, like how what happens when you don't sure i think uh you mentioned earlier it's um burnout's one thing i think if you don't take your breaks um but i guess when you're like a w-2 employee or somebody who's working for an employer um sometimes those hours aren't guaranteed right i think right now a perfect example i'm thinking of is uh so my director she retired just two months ago she's dedicated like 30 plus years to this organization um, so I had plenty of PTO left because she was, wasn't using her hours. I mean, she would go on vacation every once in a while, but just wasn't really utilizing it. Um, it was over the max it would cash her out. So she was having to figure out how to use them. And even though she was using them, like she would take every Monday and Friday off for like a good month, but she would still be checking emails, still kind of be working. So she wasn't really actually enjoying the, the vacation time. Um, but also it's just this mindset where, okay, yeah, you're, you, you want to dedicate time to this job, to this career, but you have to remember that once you're gone, they're going to replace you. Either the, either you leave because uh, it's your choice or maybe they just get laid off or, you know, they make a change within an organization. But it doesn't matter how much time you put in. For example, in, in my case, of course, my director, I, you know, she's done so much, but it's only been like a month or two. And it's, I don't want to say she's forgotten, but we've moved on. 
And that's what happens, right? Unless yep. it's like probably your own legacy where you have your own uh, business or um, like in real estate or just something you build on your own. But once it's you're working for like a corporate or some organization, they're going to move on so quickly. And that's it. also when you, if you get laid off, like I've been laid off. So it's, it's like they, they can find some way to do exactly what you do in like the next day. Like <laughs> yeah. it, that kind of that points to the fact that like, particularly in w2s you know you're you're just a, a wheel you're the cog in 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 the system right yeah you're just you're just a gear that's turning mm-hmm. and you can be replaced at any moment and and it's weird that even i feel this sometimes where you feel guilty like if you do take too much time off you know you feel bad for your coworkers. maybe someone's carrying up a load or maybe you think that people are thinking you take too many breaks, but it's like you have to take your breaks because we have to get this mindset where a job or a career, um, when you you know report to somebody, there's got to be a give and take. And so it's for your health, your mental health, um, the quality of your work, uh, but also for your life, man. I mean, you have to be able to have set a time, whether you're you know single and just in time on your own or with your family. I mean, you got to take your breaks, right? You know what's interesting, though? It's like because in a career like mine, I breaks there's like there's like no such thing as as breaks Mm, yeah you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like and it's to the point where the system is designed for you to like work so hard Mm -hmm. that you know burnout become like everyone talks about burnout how like you know we're trying to do all these things like combat burnout but like burnout's just like a part of the culture that's horrible you know what I mean yeah it's a real thing it's like Mm -hmm. it's a and and the thing is you know, that's uh, so at least from from my perspective, there's been a lot of there's a big push into what a lot of people are now coining like lifestyle specialties. Mm. So specialties that allow you to have a life mm. that, you know, have a it's like a um, they're more desired now because, you know, except for the people that, you know, like want to be, for example, surgeons or mm-hmm. people that want to be a specific, like emergency medicine doctors. Yeah. Like if you if you're not one of those people now having a life becomes very very important and vital for sure so and in order to avoid burnout people are trying to go into these certain specialties Mm. and so it's it's a result of burnout being worked into the culture yeah you know what i mean so it's kind of hard to say to at least for for me it's like breaks are important you know what i mean and 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 we say this because literally you just got up you came back (laughs) i'm literally on vacation you know yeah so it's like those things are important in life but it's like there are times you know when it's like not as easy you know for sure yeah and and saying that uh david's visiting us here in san diego just got back we just got back from me and my wife just got back from hawaii or very much delayed honeymoon which we needed yeah but what's funny is that it's it's that that's a recharge like okay i'm I'm recharged i go back to work but like something back your head's like man i need more (laughs) of that time away on that vacation it's never enough yeah you're never well at least uh, at least from the people that i've talked to you so there was like oh man like that was not vacation. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm never going to say that. I know. I'm, so, like, dude, I'm never going to say that. I know. But some people were like, I, I think I was ready to come back. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> you must have not enjoyed your time out there. But <laughs> What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> but going back to what you're saying with how your career, the, the culture is, um, where it's, it, what's funny how you mentioned it's, it, you said it's life, lifestyle specialty. Mm-hmm. That The fact that you have, you have to cre- create something within a field, a lifestyle part of something it's like man shouldn't that be for every 
occupation within this field. Um, but yeah, I think with me, I, I, I have this mentality of taking breaks, not just taking, uh, having, having vacations or like PTO. It's like once I'm like off, I just really try to stay away from my phone and like my emails. And I, I, I feel like maybe sometimes people may frown upon, frown upon that, but I think, but I also have supporters who are like, dude, that's good. You do that. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, that's, that's how I think it should be. I mean, I know for you, it's like, you at times you're on call. So it's, I mean, yeah. It's just different, right? It's just, yeah, you're right. It's just like a different. It's a different like. It's just a different type of work. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, I guess it, it's that whole that problem, that problem of the of of our, I guess, our specialty or of our of our career choice, mm-hmm. in particular. It's made me realize like how much it's not necessarily even just breaks hmm. it's like control over your time oh yeah definitely. you know what i mean yeah man. it's not even just taking being able to take a break it's being able to control your time yeah yeah and i think it's um when you are relying on something to get paid knowing that that money controls a lot of our time mm-hmm. right um so if you find something where you know, you can find a good balance or like, cause I guess uh, what people think is that once I make enough money, I'll have enough time or, or I can, I won't have to worry about working so much, but you know, there's, there's another way I think you can escape before that point. Like, I don't think you have to have millions and millions of dollars to mm-hmm. have this free time. I think you just have to find some balance in between. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm trying to find that. Right. But I think it's just finding different, you know, ways of, of cash flow. Like kind of like where you're on the journey with and how I'm trying, I'm still trying to see, uh, seek for, but I think that's what it is. It's like, we're just, we're worried that we're not going to get a paycheck or get paid somehow. And that's what's mm-hmm. taken, taken up so much of our time. Um, but yeah, man, I was like, I totally come, I know what you're coming from. I, so I, I want your thoughts on this because I recently listened to a podcast with, um, Robert Kiyosaki. Mm-hmm and yeah yeah you watch did you listen to that i watched the beginning i didn't didn't get to finish it dude okay so there was like this part right he says you know he talked about w2s right yeah as um as like a workforce right and 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 w2s it's like that's the lead the the reason or i don't know if this was him or if it was um one of the other hosts but that exchange is the least amount of risk, right? So yeah. you work you go in for a certain amount of hours and you're guaranteed a paycheck. Sure. Right? But that's the that's you're in that position where it's the less risk, but you have the least amount of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The people that, you know, are, you know, developing their own ideas or, or they're starting their own thing. Entrepreneurs, yeah. They're taking on more risk, but then they have more control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like what position would you rather be in? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and when you hear it that way, you're like, obviously I'd want more freedom a little, I mean, I'll take a little more risk and if, if it guarantees I have more time. Right. Um, but it's, to me, it's especially with, with Robert, what's his last name? Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki. I'm I'm so on the fence with that guy, Yeah, but it's, but, but the concept in itself are good, but like, you know, his stance on things is very, you know, I mean, like, I don't, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I get it. Without being going, yeah. yeah, but but I, I see it as um, that the second part of having the free time, being an entrepreneur, 
before growing up, I never, ever would have thought, right? Because when I thought, I don't know if I mentioned this last podcast, but when I thought of entrepreneur, I was like, oh, so you like going to open like a boba shop or something? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's the only people that you know. Like I like I knew somebody whose dad owned a video store, right? Yeah. And I thought that was all there was for being a business owner. But then now you learn more about it and just kind of like tax advantages, to, mm-hmm. you know, and um, but not taking away from, because right, I'm a W2 employee right now. We all, I think most of us are. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones that are keeping the businesses going, the gear shifting, but what, what role do you want to play within the machine? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, what I think where you're coming from, right. Is where would you like to be? And obviously I think it, ultimately we'd want to be not knowing how to get there, but being like an entrepreneur, being somewhere where you own something, mm-hmm. it's a little more in your control, right. Yeah. A little more risky, but I mean, if you, if you, you know, learn enough about it, you know, put the work in. I think though, at least for, a lot of people don't know what that risk feels like for sure yeah you know what i mean and like it's easy to say it's like oh yeah like i would love that control but like not knowing Mm -hmm. what it feels like to not have a paycheck come in sure you know what i mean like or benefits that's that's what scares me that's what scares me is like if you get into something for example if you just rely on real estate like how do you you know how you gonna pay for health insurance that's another expense you have to think about besides maintaining the property and, and, you know, paying like managers or whatever. But I mean, there's a lot of risks, right? Yeah. Think about that. Especially when you have family, I think mm-hmm. that's where it kind of weighs in. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Do you, do you think you feel, I mean, the good thing is that right now you're like a hybrid almost where you right. have like your job and you're just doing some tight hustles, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you eventually go full time, like on an entrepreneur side. There's like, so, I mean, I've read a, a few different books about like how to, do that you know and what also helps too is like the affordable care act mm. um you know what i mean yeah so yeah you can i think uh, i don't know the exact details of it but like there's like a way for you to like implement that for your uh employees i believe mm-hmm. um but yeah dude that's just like huge like void that needs to like be or th- there's a lot of questions there for sure that need to be answered yeah you know what i mean but it's it's slow slowly i feel like me personally at least i'm like slowly taking on a little bit more risk at a time mm-hmm. and then you like feel kind of you, you like let it sit on your shoulders for a little bit and you yeah. feel the weight right uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you like kind of got to get used to like oh how do i balance this weight yeah and then like you you take another piece uh-huh. put it on top of your shoulders and you kind of like it's like oh whoa this is like putting, putting <laughs> it to another another way so you have to kind of like really balance but it's just very difficult to like get away from like the fact that like yeah the risk is so low with the w-2 mm-hmm. it's like something it's comfortable man it is comfortable yeah but i, I can imagine like when you have the freedom because obviously like you know we have, you have more time and because even though it's, it's your business you still have to put time throughout the day on it not maybe not a standard eight hour eight to twelve hour day you know but you're still putting work in um, it must be like liberating, I feel, you know, because you can do it probably anytime, maybe not like at any time, like at midnight or something, but like for, you know, certain hours in the day and then kind of let it kind of run on itself. I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole time freedom. Exactly. Exactly. That's time yeah. freedom right there. Um, one of the hosts at uh, Bigger Pockets was, I saw him post that like, this is his schedule. Like he helps his kids get up in the morning. He meditates or whatever, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Either work or beach." I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> come on, man!" <laughs> you know, must be nice. Yeah, but I guess with you know with where we're at now, um, with with Alyssa, my wife, she 
um, she, she changed jobs recently, changed careers recently, and she got cashed out with her PTO as she left, which was nice. But imagine what she would have, we, we could have been able to do, I mean, besides with the pandemic, but even before we got married or got engaged, I mean, her family and her could have took trips, right? She had enough PTO, but I think in her head, it's just, you know, who's going to do the work while I'm gone or just different worries that you probably shouldn't worry about now. Do you think people like, because I, I feel like I, I get like this sometimes, it's like, I'm almost like afraid to take in, take more PTO. What do you mean? mean? Like, I don't know. It's like, because you, you have the PTO for a reason, right? Exactly. And it's like, you're almost like whenever like planning trips, mm -hmm. it's like, you almost like feel like, say you have two weeks. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, I feel bad for taking that full two weeks. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. It's a right. guilt. Right. And I think it's, it's this, guilt. this guilt that's ingrained by like, organizations corporations by higher ups because i mean have you ever i mean when the executives are gone i don't know man maybe they check their email but it's like they make enough money to like not have to worry too much about it i guess but for but i i do feel it and i, I can feel my coworkers can feel it you know i think we all do i mean some some people are able to which i hope to strive for one day is like when i take off i'm like cool like i don't feel any guilt whatsoever but um, this time i honestly i didn't when i left it was only like a week but I was like, I mean, I guess because it's, it was our delayed honeymoon, but at the same time, I was like, dude, I should really need to take a break. I didn't take a break at all during the pandemic. We didn't go anywhere. But I kind of want to keep that mindset where, like, when I'm gone, like, they need to respect that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't bring my work phone with me or anything. I didn't call nice. to check in how things worked. <laughs> Not to be mean. Because, like, I know, and, and to be honest, it shows a trust both ways. It shows mm -hmm. a trust that you can leave and your coworkers are like, cool, you're going to do your thing. And then when you come back, you're going to you know, grind again. But also it shows trust to your colleagues that when I'm gone, I know that you can do it on your own. You know what I mean? No matter what. Yeah, I didn't think about it that Storm way. comes along the way. Yeah. And that's what kind of like, you, you know, you had to kind of hype them up, say, hey, like you guys can handle this when I'm gone. I mean, obviously if there's an emergency, you have my phone number. But, you know, when we came back, asked how things were. They are fine. Um, are these like people that you're talking to that are like beneath you or like yeah, that so, report to you? Yeah. So right um, now okay. I am, uh, since our director retired, um, our new director starts soon. I, uh, uh, the two other senior analysts report to me almost like I'm the manager, I guess, and kind of like interim. I don't want to say I'm intro director, but I took a lot of responsibilities as a director until the new director starts. Um, but yeah, like I would do their timesheets, you know, I'm training them, do mm -hmm. one on ones. But yeah, like, and one of them is pretty brand new. Like when we started about two months ago. And the other one uh, got promoted to senior senior analyst just recently. So they both, you know, kind of had to hold it down when I was gone without a manager or director nice. on site. The, yeah. the next up would be our chief. Um, so she or they, they both did a great job. Just to let them know that I trust your work, you know, and then came back and were solid. I mean, nice. Got a ton of emails, but I mean, we survived. That's good, man. Yeah. That's good. But what's interesting is like when you get back, it's like you're hungry for the next one, you know? Yeah. But should we be living that way? that that's the that's the million dollar question though yeah you know? hold on let me oh, i gotta let me get my charger <laughs> <laughs> i think if i mean if you're feeling it sounds like you're feeling the same way i think yeah. the good thing is that we're feeling this way and not saying that we couldn't do it later but since before having kids and having more responsibility it's good that we're getting itch now yeah. you know what i mean because there's a little more flexibility without right mm -hmm. um excuse me but I don't know. I think if, if we're having it, this itch, like we got to look into it. Right. You know, <laughs> we got to like go, it's like, you can't stop at just the curiosity. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you keep asking the like, Oh, like what if like mm -hmm. I had all this time freedom? Mm -hmm. It's like, 
try and get there and see if like it's actually a thing that you want yeah and i know and i think it's also like uh you don't you can't get from one space to the next right away Mm -hmm. right so if it's doing the hybrid thing like you where you're working like um a regular job but then having side hustles because that means maybe uh you can still work like a regular job but like find a job somewhere else Mm -hmm. that is less demanding you know some people do that though yeah some people like straight up like quit their job Move on to something else. Cold turkey, bro. It's crazy. I don't know how people do that. The risk threshold is super high. Dude. That's what I mean, dude. Yeah. Like, how do you... Shout out to them. Though. Yeah. Shout out to people. <laughs> so, the number of people that are actually successful doing that is oh. a lot lower oh, than, okay. you know, the people that are taking it piece by piece. A little more, like, strategic. Yeah. yeah. But, like, those are the success stories that you hear about. For sure. It's like, That's oh, all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I quit my job. I started this whole thing, this business, and like it blew up and it's amazing. Yeah, like, like the, the couple like YouTube channels or yeah, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> like the what's it called? The, the bucket list couple or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. that's like the one out of like uh-huh. ten thousand that have actually been successful. But hey, shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, if if we're feeling this, man, I don't know. I I, I and I'm sure a lot of people are right. Um, or even if you're like a young person and, and you've like, maybe cause when I was younger, I just told myself I'm cool with grinding until I'm like 60. I don't know why, because maybe you just see other people doing it, mm-hmm. but you're like, I don't care if I love my job as long as I'm making pretty good money. And I, you know, I can get my couple of vacations here and there. I'm still like, you know, get, have a happy family. But when you start learning about other things and we mentioned this earlier is there's so many resources online where mm-hmm. you just see people living a different kind of lifestyle not flashy lifestyle just more a little more freedom and being creative um it makes you look at things totally different perspective man you know the thing is we're we're so used to like what's like to what you were saying what to what's um what was i saying it's everyone i think it's like um status quo Mm. right we're so used to that and like it's in our little box of our career Mm -hmm. we're only we're made we're allowed to make moves like to the left and to the right up and down within that box Mm -hmm. but once you start making moves outside that box Mm -hmm. it gets a little you know people start looking at you funny Mm -hmm. you start looking at yourself funny (laughs) it's like what am i doing the right thing (laughs) but you know it's like there's freedom beyond those walls or the beyond that box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somewhere beyond that box is freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just got to like find it. Yeah. And it's like finding a passion outside of it too, you know, mm-hmm. like, like kind of like what you, you showed us um, with the whole real estate thing. It's because I, I look at it as, okay, sure. Real estate means more freedom, but I'm going to hate that as much as like, mm-hmm. you know, a regular like nine to five that I'm just not into. Um, but yeah, I wonder if there's other ways to try to find financial freedom, you know, I mean, I mean I'm sure there's like other, like freelancing, other things that mm-hmm. you can actually, you know, be, be happy doing, but that's, that's something that people need to know that is available. You don't have to have a regular career. There's like, is there like Fiverr and other like mm-hmm. things that you can explore your, your, your skills, things that you actually like without having to tip necessarily report to somebody, right? You're providing a service, but like at your own time, your own pace, you know? Yeah, because that's the thing too. Like a lot of people are in these jobs where they may like them or not, but their skill set isn't being used to mm. you know the their the best capability. Yeah, no, I feel yeah. you. I feel the same. Like, like I'm one of them. Yeah, you, know, you know what I mean. Dude. Um, yeah. yeah, you're not alone. When you're for me, it's like uh, when you're an analyst, like 
you're you're so used to doing some step by step, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but then you, you get like your creative juices start pumping, but you're like, okay, so that, that team does the creative stuff. Where am I get when am I gonna get a chance at that, right? But maybe that could be a side hustle. Maybe that's something that you can do a little bit alongside until finally you find a job that gives you that opportunity full time. Um, but I mean that goes to say that it's it doesn't hurt to keep looking and that goes with your free time because other places are always gonna want you. I mean, with right now employment, I mean places are so many open jobs right now. Right. So you just got to keep, you have to put yourself out there because people are going to offer you better deals, I think. you know. I, but another way to think about that too is not, so, you know, the traditional way of thinking about it is that um, you have this set of skills and this job is not allowing you to use those skills to the fullest, mm -hmm. right? But I'll, I'll offer another perspective. Maybe you're not thinking of your skills in a more creative way. Hmm. Okay. How can you more, how can you use those skills differently? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily in like the job that you are thinking of, you know what I mean? So like an example would be right. Like, so I'm in the medical field. Um, and I think of things I, 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 my, my, I was, I've been trained to think of, all the possibilities mm. right and for us in the medical field it's called like a differential diagnosis okay so you think of all the possible things this disease that this person is presenting with can be okay right so a way to creatively apply that would be for example in business how what are all the potential outcomes of this decision that you're going to make mm -hmm. right so maybe not only is my has my mind been trained medically to think this certain way, oh, that's but can you use that skill and apply it into something else? For example, business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? So how do you, so I think people just need to think of not only the job that they could also get with the skills that they have, mm -hmm. but how can you also creatively market or utilize those skills? For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. And I think. Um, knowing that you can translate these skills to something else. For example, with, with what I do, a lot of do a lot of investigative work, right? Mm. A lot of those take steps. A lot of those take uh, communication, making sure that you cover each basis. That's project management. You know, people in, who are in my, in my, I work in uh, compliance and privacy don't realize that you're managing a project, that investigation in itself, because the end, you have to have your findings, conclusion, if this is something that needs to be reportable to a regulatory body. Um, and you're working with people to meet deadlines, right? Mm -hmm. you meet, whether it be like a manager or, or like a, a witness, you have to make sure everything comes together, right? Um, for example, if I do a medical identity theft case, right? We have to make sure we're re meeting with patient access. We have to meet, re uh, reach out to any of the clinical team, law enforcement possibly, the victims of it. Hmm. There's a lot of people in play. And Are we, you asking these questions directly? I am, dude. It's 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 a, it's a like an interview style or like just mm -hmm. gathering a lot of facts, fact gathering. But it's in itself, it's a project because you have a timeline. We have to get these things done. Right. Um, and I think that's something that people don't think of because, and I say that because you know, some our chief will ask, "So what project are you working on?" I'm on, automatically how I would think, or maybe some of the analysts is like, "Oh, I don't really have like a project like like uh, going live with an application or." Like, you know, creating a document. No, like, what are you working on? Like, what, 
but mm. what's the investigation or something that that's a project in itself because it's also okay. like maybe a corrective action right right, so right. it's pretty it's pretty interesting and, and just you trying to figure out how that can also translate to another career you know um but yeah it's it's something that uh, Alyssa had to think of too it's like you're really good at this stuff so it's that's that's a different kind of skill set that also translates so. mm -hmm. yeah i think once you kind of unlock that piece like a lot of the the dominoes will fall after that you mm -hmm. know with regards to like whatever you're passionate about or whatever you want to pursue you know that's like the that's like the first couple steps you know yeah yeah for sure man we really hope you enjoyed the episode if you like this content follow us on instagram and don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter take it easy